0: to menopause morph, your time to change. We're here to help you thrive through your menopause, bringing you experts in many fields to help you from perimenopause to menopause and beyond to become the strong, vibrant woman nature intended you to be. Hosted by Pauline McCarthy of the Pearls of Pauline, pearls of wisdom, compassion, and joy.
1: This is Pauline McCarthy of Menopause Morph. Welcome to today's episode. Today we have a wonderful, amazing lady from Arizona, sunny Arizona. I'm jealous because I'm here in minus five degrees in Ireland. And Dawn is a holistic health practitioner, an educator, author, life coach, business mentor, and lecturer. Dawn works with both women and men, helping them to de stress heal, find balance, move forward and live their dreams. As an energy expert and life coach, Dawn leads her clients to discover their inner greatness, beauty, power and truth. When Dawn went through menopause, she realised that there were not many resources available for women who were experiencing a lot of challenges. She also discovered that no one was talking about menopause. How could that be when every woman has to go through it? This inspired Dawn to write Heat Rising, Survive and Thrive Through Menopause she wants to get a conversation going so that women at this stage do not suffer in silence don is the co-host of a blog talk radio show two modern mystics welcome don thank you so we have we're on the same page here you know we we both discovered that it wasn't so much about menopause we want to make it public
0: <laughs> yeah out of the
1: closet it's not a taboo subject anymore <laughs> exactly <laughs> so I've read your book, Heat Rising. I was really inspired with it. It's very honest and interesting. Some of the books, some menopause can be a little bit dry and like, I don't want to hear about hormones. I want to hear about my life. (laughs) So can you tell me what inspired you to write your book, Heat Rising, Survive and Thrive Through Menopause? Thank
0: you. And this is not a dry book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was inspired to write it because... You know, I've always considered myself taking good care of myself with being a holistic health practitioner and just having a lot of knowledge about how to do that. And when menopause hit, it was like, oh my God, what's going on? And I went looking for information and there's like one book by Christina Northrop, which explains the biological issues going on, but it wasn't like telling me the whole package. So I had to do a lot of research to look to find things that might help with the hot flashes and the fogginess and all the other symptoms that went with it. And so as I began finding solutions, I began writing them down. And after a while I said, Hey, if I feel I felt very alone and I have a lot of women friends. How can you feel alone in menopause when you've got all these women friends but nobody talks about it? So like you I just want to get this conversation going. And I thought the book because the first part's kinda of humorous, talking about these crazy changes, but then the second part talks about ways to survive it what was working for me and then and what could possibly work for you and then the third part looks at our life where we are and makes us look at where do we want to go and how do we turn things around that aren't working for us towards creating that dream and wanting to celebrate our life how do we get there so the Mm -hmm. third part talks about that as well i just thought you know, if it just helps a couple people, fine. It was very good for me just to write it and get it, you know, kind of okay. clear it out of my system. Uh, but the people that I bought it, that I've shared it with, went, you know, wow, this this is amazing. This is really helpful. And what they're doing is then they're buying books for their women friends uh-huh. and, you know, they're passing the books around, going, oh, you've got to read this. So then, could, uh, you, could you share with us one of the things that, that helped you? Yes. Uh, what I found like I was looking for the what it was with the hot flashes because they were I live in Arizona where it's hot to begin with and I thought oh my god I moved here in 2006 away from Maryland where it is cooler and then I come here to Arizona and then I go into menopause what was I crazy <laughs> and so there's a lot of different products that I tried and um, like I tried this one product called Remyfen and that didn't do it but then there's this other product called uh, Extra Strength Extra Ven, and it was an over-the-counter product, and it really did help with the hot flashes, and I had them like all day long. It wasn't just at night. It was all day long. I was a sweat bucket, so that really helped, and then I had issues with sleep and that chattery mind and, and couldn't. If I got to sleep, I couldn't stay asleep, and I really found some of the Bach flower remedies very very helpful. And yeah, you know, those are non you know, those are not like a medicine, they're from the flower essences, and they really helped for calming so that I could get to sleep. As well as I found that magnesium. magnesium oh my god.
1: That was magnesium
0: was a brilliant one for me. It was it was a, it's a it is a lifesaver. It not only uh helps calming so you can get to sleep if you've got, like, uh, those sh- legs that kind of move at night. Restless legs. Yes, yes, restless legs. It helps <laughs> the whole nervous system calm down. So magnesium is, like, my best friend.
1: Uh-huh. I have found this for the... I didn't know there was even such a thing as restless leg syndrome. I thought it was actually part I have rheumatoid arthritis and osteoarthritis, and I thought it was connected to that. But it only seemed to come at night. And I didn't have this pain or, or this... Sometimes it wasn't really a pain. It was just, I just wanted to stretch my leg all the time. And I was reading so some, I have think I've been reading every book under the sun about menopause. And somebody mentioned this restless leg syndrome. And I thought, that sounds like this thing that's keeping me awake at night. And so I started taking magnesium just about 10 days ago. And it's wow, like, wow, the last 10 days I've slept like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really, good. I'm sure you have lots of really other things. Uh, interesting in your book but beside the physical challenges of menopause what are some of the other challenges that you've encountered
0: well yeah the anxiety that came on I had never ever had anxiety in my life before and all of a sudden these waves of anxiety would just come on over nothing and they would just be there and so I found that to be challenging. And now I have a lot of compassion for people that do have uh, anxiety. And also the foggy brain. Mm-hmm. You just wake up and you're like, you can't even put two thoughts together. And I'm a writer. Yeah. So you can't write on those days when it's just a cloud up there. And then the days where you're just waking up and feeling really low energy. So um, I had to, for the anxiety I had to do, like, a lot of talking to myself, like, as it would come on, look at it and go, you know, is there a real reason for this? And if the answer was no, and most of the time it was, it was just, like, allowing space and just being gentle with myself so that I could, like, walk through it and come out the other end and, you know, think about some positive things in my life to kind of get me there so I didn't get stuck in it, so... You know, I I was always thinking menopause was just hot flashes and physical things, but it's a lot of the emotional, mental as well.
1: I think because it's not spoken about, I always say it's like the last taboo, and because it's not spoken about, we don't know what to expect, and because we don't know what to expect, when these symptoms do hit us, we're we're lost. I mean, even most family doctors don't even know most of the real menopausal symptoms, and... When I first started, my biggest problem was memory loss. When I was going to my GP, they didn't even think this woman is almost 50. Perhaps it's menopause, you know, menopausal symptoms. No, They yes. sent me for Alzheimer's and dementia tests. <laughs> oh, no, you're too young for that. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. You've told us that, that magnesium was one of the things that helped you, but you were talking about not just surviving it, but thriving through the menopause. So what were some of the solutions that you had for that?
0: Well, also for the anxiety, I used some of the um, bot flower remedies. There's a remedy called Rescue Remedy, and that really helps. And I carry it in my purse and would, would use that as well. And then just like getting out in nature, there's something about going outside and connecting. I know you're at minus five degrees, but I don't know if you could step outside, maybe see a mountain or see some water. Oh,
1: I'm lucky. I live four minutes from the beach. Oh well, yeah, have exactly. a mountain, right outside my my window there is a mountain. Well, not right outside yeah. the window, but you can see it from the window. <laughs> you can see it,
0: and and I think by just you know taking a break from. All the busyness and just going out and connecting with that mountain, connecting with the water and just finding some time to do that because we're always so busy. And then meditation, but you can't meditate when you're in the middle of a hot flash or anxiety. But if you begin like a meditation practice that maybe you do every morning that helps center you so that when this stuff comes up, you're not so agitated and thrown you know, off base. So those are, you know, some of the things that helped. And also, like you and I were talking before about adding the minerals back into your diet. You know, I always consider myself eating well because I juiced. uh, But, you know, there's a lot of things I like to eat that aren't all that great. But it seems that Arab diets are deplete in the minerals. And you said that helped memory. But I think it also, for me, helped me get my energy back as well feeling energetic again and these are all the kinds of things that we can do where we don't need a prescription for it and you know a lot of times those prescriptions have their other awful side effects that you know take us i think that most
1: family doctors and even specialists they categorize menopause as a disease, an illness, but it's not an illness, it's a natural process of our lives. So, and Mother Nature provides all the remedies for us, so the remedies are there, we just have to find them.
0: Yes, exactly, and that's why when this hit and I couldn't find the information, I talked to my naturopathic doctor, I talked to herbologists, I uh, talked to people who worked with essential oils, uh, and, you know, found what it was that would work for me. And, like you said, people don't talk about it. Doctors, I don't know. And especially if you have a male doctor, what does he know about menopause? He never went through it. And from what I've heard,
1: that when students are going through medical training, they only maybe get one lecture on menopause through their whole four years, you know. So it's not high on the priority there, is it? (laughs) And I could give you four years of lectures (laughs) on it. Well, we'll have to have you back on because we're going, you know, menopause morph is going to be every week. So. And every week for many, many years, hopefully. So hopefully we will not run out of of, of, topics to talk about. And, you know, um, we were discussing earlier about how it's not really talked about so much because women are a bit embarrassed to... They think it's an old people's thing, you know? It's like, you know, I, I heard recently somebody say 40 is the new 60, so maybe 50 is the new 70, you know? And it's like 70 for me is like an old woman, but I don't feel old now, you know? Like I'm in my no, early 50s. exactly. But in your book, you you talked about the shift of a woman from the sage to the crone stage, you know, and crone sounds like, you know, to me, crone is like, but actually it has a, it has a more um, deeper meaning. So can you explain that to us?
0: And, you know, some people call it the crone. Some people call it the sage there, you know, whatever term sounds better to you. Sage. Uh, (laughs) Sage sage. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to call yourself a sage, you can, uh, instead of crone, but you know, that's the time in life. When, you know, and women in Native cultures were considered, you know, they were looked up to because they had been through all those stages of, you know, you're young and youth and the ch- mistakes you make. And then you go and you get married and have children. And the, the crone or the sage represents this woman who embodies all this knowledge, this wisdom. And so, and then she's no longer losing her energy, which is the blood, you know, returning to the earth each month. So she can retain her power and energy. And, you know, it's a time for that crone or that sage to, instead of being out there doing and being so busy, trying to take care of it, you know, that's for those younger ones that are chasing those kids (laughs) and have all that kind of energy to do that. But it's time for us to take And it's just like what you're doing, you're taking our wisdom back into the community for women. And so, you know, maybe looking at our role as what can I disconnect from where I really don't belong anymore. It's not because of our age, it's because we've got a lot to offer from our experiences. So where can I plug into that allows me to use my experience to make a difference? And so we let go of some of that busyness so that we can take what we've been working on our whole life and offer that to a community that could use that help and to help other women. Because like you and I said, no one was talking about it. It's like mum's the word. And I want us to feel, you know, not feel so alone, but to be like celebrating who we are now because we're shifting and we should be celebrating being that sage. And you know, 50s, the new 30, and 60s, the new 40, and 70s, the new 50. I want to celebrate and be vital and have a lot to offer as I go forward, but not to be held down by all that stuff that maybe I used to be doing that was just a lot of work that you're just carrying that's no longer airs to carry.
1: Um. And also, like uh, other other people that I've been talking to, they have said that, you know, uh, the estrogen, it, when it's taking, when we're children, we have all these dreams about things we want to do and achieve. And then the, the hormones take over and it's like your, your body <laughs> is programmed, you know, programmed to take care of people, you know, and take care of children and, you know, run the family. Yes. And now that we don't have that hormone controlling us, <laughs> yes. it's like we can go back to our dreams and say, well, what do I really want to give to the world? What do I want to develop? What do I want to really be? And this is like in menopause morph, we use the, the butterfly theme. I can see it there in the background. You've got the butterflies. Yeah, my butterflies. Yes. yes. And it's like when we're growing up, we're like this caterpillar with our head down going munch, 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 look after the kids, munch, 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 look after the job, cook, clean, look after the job, you know, and with it, our head is down. We're not really looking at our vision. And then when we're in the chrysalis, we're all hot and sticky and our body's changing. but. Eventually, we're going to blossom and become that beautiful butterfly. But when we're in this menopause stage, it's like, ah! So I think ladies like yourself and your book can really help women not just survive the menopause, but thrive through it. and Thrive! Celebrate! <laughs> <laughs> and, and start to do the things that they, that they were born for. You know, because we weren't born just to have kids. You know, we weren't born just to be wives or, or work. There, I really believe that everybody was given a special purpose on the earth and now that we have got the time to find that purpose you know if we haven't found it before
0: wow yes. the time we have now <laughs> and take it because these are some really good years yeah and you want to enjoy these years and one of the things i found because when I was going through this, it really pulls you down and pulls you in. And I would just take, and when I had that foggy mind, it's like, all right, today's a waste. And I would just pause. And what I found is, you know, I'd ask myself, what is it that I want to be doing? What do I want more of in my life? And I remember when I was younger, the creativity and how I just loved doing art. And so, I got into dyeing silk scarves and trying different techniques and just working with the colors. For one thing, it just it was really good for me, uh, you know, inspiring and motivating for me to get out of that menopause funk. And you just feel so alive when you're connected with something that's inspiring you and that's beautiful and that you've done. So yeah, you're creating, a lot of time.
1: You're creating it. I think I'm always saying, when, when I do my stage show, I'm always saying to women that, we have so much inside of us. And yes. if we don't even take the chance to find out what's inside of us, we never know. And like when you were doing your tie-dye, I had never done art in my life before. And about uh, eight years ago, I, I had pneumonia for many, many months. And I decided oh. that I wasn't going to lie in bed and, and waste my time. So I, I got DVDs, learn how to paint. And now, you know, I'm shocked at the, the things that I paint. It's, it's really amazing. And I yes. would never have known that if I hadn't been sick and had the time to learn. The time to learn. Yeah. You took
0: the time, and, and that's what I attended a couple. I made time to take some classes because I learned like a shimbori, which is a Japanese style. And I also took a marbling class. So, that, and just taking that time and just connecting with that creativity, I think it helps in that process to become a butterfly of just birthing a new aspect of yourself yeah. and is a reason to thrive and celebrate. Like, I know that inside me there is a pianist, you know,
1: and one of these days I'm going to take the classes and learn (laughs) the piano.
0: (laughs) Yes, and I have my guitar sitting in the corner as well, and that's something I want to do in the future. Yes, expressing that creativity.
1: So um, the change of many meanings, we've got the change of life. Can you talk about changes that menopausal women can make to best support their journey through this phase and beyond? But it's not just uh, the menopause. It's like we've got 30 or 40
0: more years ahead of us. Exactly. of <laughs> good years, really. Yeah. Um, so for me, when I was going through this, that taking that time to pause and reflect and also to rest And I know a lot of women are just going so much, they don't want to take it. But I think it's really important because while you're there, instead of being there saying, I'm so miserable, think about this as a shift in your energy. So how do you want to, what are those dreams that you had? Connect with those dreams and then begin to do your work to align your energy with moving from where you are to where you want to go. So it's like moving the things in your life that are in the way of your dreams out of the way. So is there old habits that we've been holding on to that we haven't had time to address because we've been so busy? Well, those old habits are like in our face now causing the anxiety. So begin working with the habits, begin those naysayers in your life, begin moving those them out of your life. They're not yeah, helping yeah. <laughs> you. And like looking at those negative emotions, and saying well they're not serving me either i need to look at what is i have to celebrate and then you know is there like old relationships that need to go out of the window uh uh-huh what are these responsibilities that I've taken on that really aren't mine? I talked to so many women who are taking care of like their children's children, even when they don't need to somehow they're doing it or they're taking care of their children that they still have at home and doing all these things for them when those kids could be doing their own laundry and handling some, you know, responsibilities. So it's about weeding that out. And also, um, just freeing ourselves from the heavy negative emotions. And I think that way we begin to take one step at a time towards our dream. So while we're sorting all this out, maybe you have somewhere, you know, what your dream is written down in front of you. And so that that way, as you're working, you can connect with that dream and just celebrate each step along the way. It's not about having it all in this moment are all at one time but celebrating each step and that way you you see that your dream is becoming a reality and you know we may meander we may have a goal here but there may be some interesting meandering on the way. So don't see that as something negative. See it as, I like to see my life as an adventure. And like on weekends, my husband will say, what are we doing? And I'll say, well, let's go meander here or let's go check this out. Uh, I, I mean, out in Arizona, a lot of people are heavy duty hikers. That's not what my body's made for. So we meander on the hiking trails and and just take it all in and, and enjoy it. So fun. Find those things that bring you joy and make sure you're integrating those things into your life. It's just so important because we can get so mired down into all those symptoms or whatever things of menopause. And get stuck and feel alone. And also, get out there and talk with your girlfriends. I'm in a book group with five other women. And when I started talking about it, they started talking. So somebody's got to start the conversation. That way you're not feeling alone. And you can, like, share stories. And they'll tell you what works for them. And, you know, we're we're all women. We're in this great community. And we need to celebrate each other. So let's start the celebrating. And do you find that...
1: When you start to talk about menopause with women of a certain age, they're a bit hesitant in the beginning But once it starts to flow It's like it's like Oh my goodness I've been waiting to
0: talk to this About somebody I've never <laughs>
1: had a chance And they, they're so excited That somebody's actually Going to listen to them
0: Yes, that's exactly Because As you can tell in my book I don't hold anything back So when I start talking about it I just You know Hit the hard stuff And go rolling with it And I You know Laugh about it as well And they'll laugh with me And then it's like Oh yeah And then they'll, they'll You really have to like Start it And bring them out And then they're sharing. And the thing is, it's not just uh, groaning about it. We have a lot of good laughs in our sharing. And that's why I think it's just so important to not take it all so seriously, just to be able to laugh in life. Laugh is one of those biggest healing. It heals our emotions. It, it puts yeah, yeah. those endorphins in there that help to heal the body. So we gotta laugh. It, today I was in, I go
1: to this um, swimming pool exercise group and I was looking at it today. We were 18 women and I would say 16 of them are menopausal women.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: And the, the teacher decided for some reason to play a fun game. And we were putting this ball and passing it from things, you know. And it was it was so funny. And I started laughing out loud and everybody was laughing. And I was enjoying my laugh. But I was enjoying listening to the other women laugh, yes. you know. And I thought, you know, we have to do more of this. <laughs> we do. To to they way. say laughter is the best medicine
0: barnesandnobles.com lulu.com and my website is energytransformations.org and I have a lot of other books that I've written there as well um and that's where you can find me and my email address is Dawn, reikidawn, r-e-i-k-i-d-a-w-n at yahoo.com
1: and also you're on blog talk radio
0: yes um, modern
1: mystics I've heard yeah. that it's really nice it's I really enjoyed listening to it
0: thank you that deals with like the spiritual aspects of well
1: perhaps we will invite you back again another time and you can talk about the spiritual aspects
0: I would love to do that I definitely would thank you so much Paula
1: okay it's been really nice talking with you today and thank you very much and if you get a hot flush
0: come to Iceland (laughs) oh yes thank you there's plenty of ice there thank (laughs) you so much and thank you for what you're doing okay thank you good night good night Thanks for listening to Menopause Morph, your time to change. If you've enjoyed the program, be sure to subscribe to the next one and please leave a rating and review on iTunes to help us spread the message about thriving through the menopause. To get a free ebook, more menopausal resources, and to connect with Pauline, please visit www.menopausemorph.com.